Welcome to Visit Bentonville's podcast, A New American Town. As always, we're coming to you from the Haxton Road Studios off the bustling Bentonville Square. I'm your host, Alan Woody, and today I've got a great lineup of guests, Chef Matthew Cooper of Conifer and Bentonville, also Joe and Genevieve Valines of Valines Farm, and John Aisledge. And John, tell me a little bit about uh, your role in all of this, because we're talking about farm-to-table today, and we're talking to farmers and chefs, which actually is one of the greatest historical pairings of professions that I can think of in my life. And uh, I think it's really, really cool what you guys are doing. Tell me a little bit, whoever wants to jump in first, about how exciting the farm-to-table movement is right here in Bentonville. When I moved to Bentonville, I was so excited coming from Little Rock and then also coming from Portland, Oregon, because the farm-to-table movement was so so ingrained into the culture uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And when I I came here, I saw this, uh, this growing need for it and this growing desire to have it. And so as soon as we could, we, I, you know, uh, myself and my teams have just dove into developing farmers in the way in which they need and want to be developed and developing those relationships. And that kind of became our passion on how to, how to grow the community in that specific way through dining experiences and food and culture. And through that, we have met obviously some amazing individuals like Joe and Genevieve, like John, um, and, and, you know, like, other, plenty of other farmers that live in this area and are and are from it. What's amazing about Northwest Arkansas is that uh, there's such a growing emergent movement for uh, local food. So whether you're at a farmer's market and things like that, like John and I have talked about this, I don't know how many times this season alone, about how there's so much drive towards the farmer's market for people to go, but depending on the weather in Arkansas, right, what we're, what we're able to offer at those things and, and still meet the needs and demands of, of the consumers that are coming through. Because, I mean, as we all know, the farmer's market here is just absolutely insane in the most beautiful way. It is awesome. Yeah. It is phenomenal. And, and farmer's markets throughout Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. I'm originally from Iowa. That was my first exposure to a farmer's market. And they're also very amazing and they grow amazing food. What kind of foods are, or, or, you know, crops are we growing best in Northwest Arkansas? John, I'll let you talk about this for a sec. Well, we, um, we're an orchard. We raise apples, peaches, and pears. And, um, and how long I have think, you been doing that? Well, I bought the orchard in 1979. So a bit. And, and I, got I, some I worked in private industry for, and farmed the orchard and uh but i worked in private industry until from 80 until seven until seven years ago and then i devoted full time to the farm and uh since that since that time so um anyway we do apples peaches and pears i think we do a good job on them we we spend a lot of time uh our crew is is um, trained to pick uh, ripe fruit. We don't want to bring anything that people can't eat that they're it's it's not that going to be able to use. Uh, and and does it have to be aesthetically pleasing as well? I mean, or is there grades of that that well, I'm not familiar with? What we do, not all of our fruit is aesthetically pleasing. So, what we'll sell to Matt and what we'll sell at the markets is is more aesthetically pleasing uh, because we have. A fair amount of pest pressure, and we don't spray anything that will kill native pollinators. We're, we're very right. good, very uh, 
careful on that so we get a, a pretty good amount of, of damage. Sure. And that damaged fruit will go into different products. We make a cider. Mm -hmm. We do apple chips. We do, uh, we do chutneys. We do different things. Uh, we're cooperating with Brightwater and the AFIC this year on an cool. um, apple pie uh, fillings. So, um, yeah, but we try, to get, we try to utilize everything that we grow. I mean, that's important. Uh, but as far as what we take to Matt and what we take to the markets, I think people want um, – it, it fits in well for us to sell that there, the, the first quality stuff, and then the second quality we'll make into a um, – and we sell a lot to uh, oh, home people that want to process their own food, too. Sure. Yeah. yeah, they're huge in the farmer's market. Like, I mean, when the peaches come into season, the apples, the pears, like in the farmer's market, like A&A orchards, like people are just hitting up like crazy. Also like the vines as well. And, and, and what John was saying about like the peaches that, that chefs and stuff like that get and they go to market. So normally in the, in the industry, you have like your A's, B's and C's, right? Your A's are like the perfect, beautiful little thing that has no blemishes, your B's and C's. You hear this mostly with tomatoes, but you have your B's and C's that go to different things, right? Well, we still order some of the B's and even some of the C's, uh, depending on what the, what the need is and stuff like that, you sure. know? And again, because it's about that sustainability, it's about that, um, being able to use all the product and help as, as much as we can. Um, for instance, the, the shortage on peaches was really bad this year because the winter killed the flowers. It was just had a really bad winter and they just couldn't recover. So, I mean, they lost like almost 90, 99% of everything. So oh what we gosh. did is we had a huge conversation about what we needed, what, what we could do. And I love the peaches. So I tried to get it almost as many as we could, you know, so we got most of the peaches that this year at the restaurant and then we sold a few at the farm stand so people can still have them but you know i think it's really important to understand that uh joe and genevieve and i talk all the time as well about you know what they've got coming in and what they need to use we bought them out of joe and genevieve how much how much corn did we buy you remember it was all of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of it. i think it was like a thousand years maybe 1200 something yeah. like that so yeah. our whole corn crop yeah which, we, bought, um, we bought their entire corn crop organic <laughs> and we just don't find an organic corn crop really in arkansas very often at all so that was pretty exciting mm -hmm. and really exciting to see it go into matt's hands and it's the first year we've grown corn in a couple of years so and i think so that, that was uh, it was exciting yeah, and what that, and I think that ties back into what you asked a minute ago. Like, what's happening in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah, like I mean, this, this is developing really cool. the relationship and the conversation about how we support farmers so that they can grow. Meaning, like, you know, it's in the in the restaurant industry, people are just always really focused on this creativity and this, you know, how can I be the the best or I can be the most popular and things like that. And I think, you know, what we try to do is we try to refocus that vision. And I think a lot of chefs are really trying to do that here and what makes it so unique and saying, oh, hey, what are you growing? Oh, we're growing corn this year. Okay, well, where are you, where is it going? Who are you selling to? Oh, we don't know yet. Well, hey, let's just, I just want it all. Right. They <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make yeah. sure that like that makes that, it that risk that you took to grow something different. I I wanna I wanna help you with that risk. I wanna take some of it for you so that we can so we can continue and grow and evolve together. And I get this beautiful product. And then you know I you know and then also I get bragging rights. I get to have all of it, which is awesome too. That is cool. So tell me about <laughs> the genesis of these relationships, Matt. Did you seek these farms out when you knew that you wanted to start developing a farm to table movement, or did they come to you as part of sales? and a new sales strategy for farmers all over the country. I think I think with me with me personally, um, 
I I have definitely always been a relationship person, and I I definitely go to people. Um, so when I when I moved here in town, um, I've found uh, farmers are a lot like us chefs, and we like to do things our way. We like to do, and we're we're pretty set. We have open minds, but pretty set in how we should do them because we've done it for a long time, and we understand the necessary steps and things like that. What that lends itself to is very strong personalities and. Um, I'm always looking to make new relationships and to do that. I know with John, I mean, I, I went out to, I, I met John and I found him and he was probably like, who is this guy that wants to order peaches and apples and da, da, da. And then like within, I don't know, however long I was like, I really want to see the orchard. Like, can I come out there? And I remember, and I love this story because I went out there and we started and I was, the, and I was the first person, the first chef, I think one of the first chefs to ever go out to the orchard. And I was walking around with him and his wife and uh, we were talking, you know, as, as people do. And we were talking about uh, the peaches and there were some pear trees behind me. And, uh, you know, I started asking John about him. This is how relationships develop. This is how you understand things about humans by knowing about their past and where, and what motivates them and, and I was like, and John, uh, he had said that, you know, he worked for the college in, in food science. So I was like, oh, well, my, my grandfather started the food technology program at, at, at U of A. And he was like, well, who's your grandfather? And I said, well, you know, uh, Bill Sistrunk. And he said, well, he was, he was one of my partners. Like, he planted and designed uh-huh. that pear tree right behind you. Oh, wow. In 19, you know, and it was an originally a Gerber plant. And you just can't, um, you just can't get relationships like that you just can't like you can't put into words like the emotion that comes when when two people connect in a way like that and and uh i think it's been ever since then it's just it just solidified like why i do this and how i do it and um and then you know we you know we talk all the time about everything i think i think it's not it's not a just a business transaction um and i think that's really important for understanding the relationships that are built in northwest arkansas people are not just business transactional here they are they are emotionally transactional and they understand that we can only we can only uh get better and evolve and and grow together and i think that that's really what sets this place apart it's beautiful. Uh, Joe and Genevieve, tell us a little bit about how you met Matt and how that relationship has grown to the point where he's literal. And how cool is it that you got a chef coming in and buying up your entire crop? Like, that's pretty amazing. Um, well, how we first uh, came to Bentonville was um, there was a chef, Ann, in Fayetteville that had moved up to be a sous chef for Matt. And so we wanted to work in Bentonville because we knew Chef Ann so well. So that's what brought us to Bentonville. Um, not too long after all that took place, um, she died in a tragic car accident. Oh. Um, she's a wonderful Sorry. person and uh, very much missed, but a very good relationship. And eventually we met Matt through Farmer's Market and talked about Chef Ann. And the relationship started there. Um, just kindred spirits kind of over knowing her. And then um, we got to know him better, found out kind of the products that he liked, and he encouraged us to grow some things we didn't think we could grow. So that was pretty cool. Joe, do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember going in to, to uh, see Matt, and he showed me uh, Chef Ann's knife. He got her knife, and, and that was a really special moment. I, I really remember that. And and so anyway, we we built a relationship with, with Matt, um, with just it's been growing uh, for many years now and, and our friendship as well. And, and he encouraged us to grow broccoli, cauliflower and, and broccolini. And that's one of our main crops now. Yeah. Um, and whenever Joe had gone in and visited with Matt 
And he had said, hey, I would love it if you grow this. And Joe came back home and said, hey, can we do this? I said, I don't think so. I think that's impossible. We're in Arkansas, but we tried. Um, Matt is a very kind person, very passionate, very hardworking. And so we thought, hey, let's try this. And now broccolini is one of our main crops. And um, a lot of the broccolini that you guys have seen there at the conifer this year came from our farm. And it's it's just a really neat experience. We just put 500 feet of broccolini in. (laughs) (laughs) How exciting is it to see, and this is for both uh, you, uh, both of my farm guests, how exciting is it to see what Chef Matt does with your produce? Like, that has to be really exciting. Oh, we love to see the... We love to see the photos with our food on the plate. It's, it's just a, it's hard to explain how exciting it is to see that. And uh, I've got a little history in the restaurant business. I've worked in restaurants growing up and I've got a passion for cooking as, as well as, as well as Genevieve. She has a passion for cooking as well. And, and we just, um, you know, food brings us all together. There's love and food and, and to see it, it's just like a beautiful painting. And Matt does a really good job. I totally agree. John, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I, I just like the idea that good chefs are, are using our product. And to me, it's, it's just a source of pride that a, a really outstanding chef and restaurant, you know, wants our product. And, and, and uh, knowing that, that he doesn't compromise, knowing that if it wasn't good enough, if the product wasn't up to par or up to what he believes his customers deserve, then no, it wouldn't be for you. So that has to be a real point of pride for all of you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's really, it's really, sure. it's really easy to do a good job when you have such amazing products. You know what I mean? Like one of my, one of my really good friends, Jeff Michael Robertshaw said in an interview, not too long, so I'm going to steal his little quote, but at least I told him, told you it was his, that, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't, all we really do is just get out of the way, you know, we just get out of the way of the products and we let them shine. Um, and that's, I, I remember you said that and that really resonated with me because a good chef, depending on what you want to do, but a good chef can just, you know, if you use, if you have the right connections and you make the right meaningful connections with the right people who have the same passions as you, then all you have to do is take that product and, and get out of the way and just let it shine. And, and that's, you know, that's all I can, that's the best thing I can say about, um, a lot of, a lot of, there's more far, so many more farmers here that, that do such an amazing job. Um, but we, we really are doing a really good job here and in growing things that are not typically grown here, trying to figure out how the soil can, can, you know, grow different, different things that, uh, can make this, uh, this area even more diverse, um, without, without robbing the, the soil of its nutrients and things like that. You know, we're working with a lot of other local farms and stuff and soon to have our own farm. So we're really excited. I love this conversation. I want to thank you guys all for joining us today. And thanks to everyone for listening. Remember, you can catch all of the New American Town podcast episodes on streaming channels, following our social platforms, or going to visitbentonville.com. And don't forget to follow Visit Bentonville on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. We have a lot of exciting events coming to Bentonville in 2023. Check out our event calendar and plan your trip today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.